Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Fast Food Furious. This is our new podcast where we review one of the Fast and Furious movies while also reviewing a nationally known fast food chain. Today, we have the third installment in the Fast and Furious franchise, Tokyo Drift. And then we are also reviewing Wednesday, Wendy's. I'm your host, Lee. I'm here, I'm joined by my co-host, Spencer. Spencer, how are you? I'm surprisingly excited to be here. Yeah, Wendy's is Wendy's is a solid, solid entry into this podcast. Uh, BJ, how are you? Um, doing well. Full? How are you guys doing? Uh, quite full. I'm excited to talk about all the things, though. BJ broke the rules. He already ate. He has uh, notes. Levi, how are you? Doing good. A little tired, but but excited by this. Wendy's is is my fast food of choice. I don't really eat fast food, except for Wendy's on um, long road trips, and so I'm excited. That, that's interesting because Wendy's was always my default choice growing up, and it's kept that way too. Where I'm like, I see a generic fast food place, I'm gonna turn into a Wendy's probably first, just by default. As you all know, I have a lot of opinions about fast food restaurants. I hit a variety of them um, throughout the year, but Wendy's has a special place in my heart. I like Wendy's. I think it has pretty solid quality. I think it has dipped a little bit over the years, but I still think it's at a level that probably puts it over, you know, the Burger King sort of middling level. Um, probably McDonald's too, although I, I'm a McDonald's sort of, um, I'm very nostalgic for McDonald's, but I've always had a, always really liked Wendy's. Uh, BJ, how about you? Have you had much Wendy's in your life? Uh, I have not. Uh, I had a brief stint where I went to Wendy's a couple of times. Uh, an ex of mine worked there for a bit, not while we were nice. dating, but free burgers, not while we were dating, just, you know, was like a, this is food that I enjoy enough to go back when I don't even work there. So I don't know what that was about. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I remember growing up, did anybody have a Wendy's? That had a salad bar in the Wendy's. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That Remember was the main. That? that was the main claim to fame in the like mid nineties for why you go to Wendy's because they would have a, have a fresh salad bar right there when you went inside. Does anybody remember the cheese fries on the Wendy's menu? Nope. They had at one point they had fries that they actually put like a cheese sauce on, like a like a bechamel type cheese sauce thing. Yeah. Um, was it which, like nacho cheese or like really more like bechamel? Yeah, more like a bechamel. Like a, like a. I mean, it's that's a. That's a ten dollar word for a fifty cent item, but it's uh, yeah. it was maybe like a a watered down cheese whiz or something like that. But it was when well, I was like seven, I loved it. I thought the the cheese fries were a, were a banging addition. Uh, so what do we have on the items today? So we have the the JBC Dave's, the Dave's single combo. Yep. We've got the JBC the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. We've got the original crispy sandwich, original chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. and we've got the chili. And spicy nuggets. And spicy nuggets and an optional frosty if you wanted to go there. I yep. my food is on the way. So as we're reviewing, um, maybe we can start with the movie. As we're reviewing the movie, my food will come in. But that's what we're going to review today as far as a menu. Did anybody not get anything? Anybody uh miss an item? I didn't pick the optional frosty. They said the machine was broken. God, always, right? It's almost Same as thing. bad, almost as bad as the McDonald's frosty machine. You know, the McDonald's not frosty, um, What's the thing? McFlurry. The McFlurry. 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 Yeah. The McDonald's McFlurry machine is like so nationally known for breaking that there's a podcast series on it. I don't know if you guys know yeah. this. this is an investigative <laughs> reported by podcast series about like what has gone wrong with the McFlurry machines. Sounds like we need one for the Frosty machine too. Uh, I did. I got the Frosty. I think it's on the way. So I, I also got a Frost. I ordered a pumpkin spice Frosty because, you know, of course. it's limited time things. They did not have that. They are, they gave me, they, uh, substituted a chocolate frosty i also tried to get the 
caramel cold brew thing because Brie likes caramel things and they just didn't put that in. Uh, and that, I also got zero sauces except for uh, spicy chili sauce, which uh, Spencer, I am hopeful that you have spicy chili sauce along no. with your chili. No, afraid uh, not. Does anybody have that? No, but I, I ordered mine on Grubhub, which is what I'm waiting for. And okay. I, I did have... Uh, more options for adding on to the chili than I had ever known existed. I got onions. I got, uh, and so I, I did it through the Wendy's app because, uh, why not? Uh, Get those points. Save Mm -hmm. money. Yeah. Cause I'm a hundred percent going to do this (laughs) again. This is brand loyalty Uh, starting right here. Exactly. Um, and you know, I think, you know, that's the real experience ordering through the app and either getting pick up or delivered and, and, you know, really leaning into the fast food or, uh, whatever food experience. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got the sweet onions mm-hmm. and I got sour cream, but I noticed there was all kinds of options. There was like cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. There was some hot sauce, uh, all kinds of stuff for the chili. I've never been a big fan of the chili. Well-known on the Mangum Talks podcast network. I don't like soup. So this will be a, uh, a foray it, into something it, I, I haven't had in probably a decade. It was surprising because every item I picked because I ordered online, they had a little pop-up menu come up afterwards. It was usually, do you want to make this a combo or do you have a sauce collection? And then I clicked on the chili and a page of fixings just popped up yeah. Yeah. to go through yeah. before I could continue and with my order. Not not part of any combo, not, not any other addition that you might expect. It was just a... And Spencer, you could have gotten a family-sized chili had you so cho- chosen. I, and I asked for precise instructions to what to get, and fixins weren't on that list, so I have generic chili because I was yeah. But you could get following like orders to best of my ability a gallon of it. Uh, it seems like our default is to go to the smallest size, and based on how utterly ill I felt after our McDonald's version of this, I'm aiming small for everything I order. That's fair. You don't have to eat it all. Just that bit. Let that be your mantra, Spencer. You do not have to eat it all. You, this is a taste. You don't have to eat it all today. You, you can are, save it for tomorrow. You are overcoming so much parental guidance growing up in terms of making me, get, you know, get in the mindset of that. But I'm trying. So send your parents a text, uh, or I'm, I'll send your parents a text and ask them uh, if they would allow you to to save the the fast food to to another day and not eat it all, or you should should you eat about. Seven Boy. to ten thousand calories of Wendy's right now. What a bizarre text message to get from Spencer's <laughs> friend asking permission for Spencer not they, to finish his meal today. They have gotten weirder lately. BJ's yeah, in almost daily conversation with him on varying subjects. Doug sends them the weirdest messages out of the blue. They're part of my, they're part of that world now. I'd I was, like I was just saying, myself, Spencer, if you wouldn't, then I'm happy to. Yeah. I'd like to give myself a little bit of credit, Spencer. I feel like I, of all your friends, I do not abuse the privilege of having a direct line to your parents. Uh, no, they, they, they just very they rarely like, use it. They feel like they know you from the podcast, and that's their yeah. connection. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, look, my, my food's not here, so we can't we can't get into the individual items. But I'd like to talk about the movie. Um, last night, I was subject to one of the most negative podcasts of all time on the Mango Talk Star Wars podcast feed. Uh, we reviewed the Ahsoka finale, two and a half hours of bashing the Ahsoka finale. It was a lot of fun, actually. It was really funny. So if you like Star Wars, check that out. But I'd like to start on a positive note. So I will send it to Levi. Levi, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> that was fun. That was, that was a nice little fun movie. It's more of like a, like a sort of teenage drama, um, but, but, but fun nonetheless. So I didn't look this up, and Spencer, I imagine that you did. How old is the main character? 
Like, how old is the actor that's like playing the main character? Like, 45. <laughs> supposed, supposed to be in high school. Uh, but uh, Lucas Black was born in 1982, so he was 24 when this film came out. He's a surprisingly old-looking 24-year-old, or 23-year-old. Main character? Main character of this movie here? That guy? That guy with the real believable accent? God, I wanted to ask has anyone else seen him in something else? I know he's from Alabama. Is this actually his natural accent? Because it doesn't uh, sound like it. Fucking hope not. Oh, <laughs> it was tough to deal with. That you know, I sent a text, a very negative text, first thirty minutes into the film, and uh, it was uh, almost completely about this guy's accent. I mean, I it it is Levi. You grew up where I grew up. It, does it bother you as much as it does me when you hear a fake Southern accent or a fake sounding Southern accent? Uh, yeah, it bothers me. I mean, I. I don't think this is it may be played up a little bit for, for this this individual because he is from Alabama. So, I mean, who knows? And and Terry, while we grew up, quote unquote, in the South, the area that we lived in didn't, didn't particularly have a Southern draw. There are certain words that that I think give me away. Um, but otherwise, you can't entirely tell. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it certainly seems condescending when when folks uh, put on like a fake uh, Southern accent. They don't seem genuine. Whereas like if like Daniel Day Lewis did it, I'd say fair enough. Yeah, if sure. He, I mean, he'd probably go, he would go live in like fucking some Birmingham suburb for like four years before he, uh, you know, put the, put the accent on. I don't know. It sounded really fake to me. Although, you know, Alabama accent is kind of a whole nother thing. And I've had, had trouble with the Alabama accent in my life. I've, I've never really liked it. But anyway, that, that part bothered me. I thought it was a fun movie too, actually. Like I got more positive about it as it went on. Um, I started to believe in the love story. Um, <laughs> I started to believe it. I Look guess. at this ship and villain. I did. I really started to think like, okay, these two people, you know, they're outsiders in the the society they're in. Um, you know, she was forced into this, uh, you know, through like poverty and, and, you know, the power of the family of the guy. And now she's found a kindred spirit. I started to really like that. I started to really want to hand wave the racing scenes and wanted to get to the romance. Okay. I, I had the, the opposite take in terms of what I was enjoying, but I, 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 I enjoy that you like the romance. I thought the romance was the best of the three movies. And I thought the overall movie was the best of the three movies that we've seen so far. That's an um, interesting take. I, I thought the racing was done the best. I thought it was the racing was filmed the best. Certainly better than the last one. But racing just took an utter backseat in the last one, which is deeply weird. I thought the plot was the most grounded. And I thought, like Lewis said, it was a teen story. But I thought it was a rather successfully told you know, teen outsider story. It seemed like it was the most actually interested in the process of racing and that kind of race community. Um, and yeah, I, I, I was kind of in for it. I actually, there were several scenes of just like interactions between characters where I wasn't rolling my eyes. I was actually kind of enjoying them. I mean, the romance wasn't great. Both of those leads were just kind of okay when it came to their acting, but the scenes kind of worked between them. And the, uh, the actor played uh, the, uh, Japanese best friend business partner. Um, the character's name is Han. Han. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was actually good like mm-hmm. his his role in the film and his interactions and his presentation and his background it was bringing to bear that actually was almost pretty effective and his death was surprising so it's like i i went into this impressed by the initial race amused that the the got the older brother from home improvement was there was yeah he was the in there. for a second um that was that was pretty good then it went rapidly downhill as he was like going to japan settling in japan and then there was just kind of like a steady upswing throughout the film, ending on what was a for me pretty satisfying note. I found this an enjoyable film. I won't write home about it, but it was a 
a much more pleasant way than I thought I was going to have in spending an hour and 45 minutes. Speaking of coming from the Star Wars podcast, uh, the actor who played Han is uh, was in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Really? Apparently. Soon Kang, who is Korean. A lot of these actors weren't actually Japanese, which was... Uh, uh, from Clarkston, Georgia. <laughs> Korean-American. <laughs> he probably had the most believable Georgian accent out of all of them. He just didn't wasn't using it. I also like uh, the uh, Lena, I guess. Uh she her her accent was all over the place, uh, but unsurprisingly, she's from uh, South America. She's uh, apparently Quechua. Uh, she was the main she was the main love interest, right? Yes. Okay. Did it weird show out that like we had the main love story, and there was the moment where he won the race, and she pushes through to get to him and doesn't even kiss him. There's no they, they, these two <laughs> characters do not kiss the entire time. In some ways, I actually kind of what? appreciated it. It was it was weird to not have it, but they'd already emotionally. That? They, there was a focus on an emotional bonding between characters in this film. It's like every other film just classically ends in the kiss, but at this point, for me anyway, the culmination of the romance was when they were doing that drifting through the mountain passes and she was telling about her background and feeling like an outsider. Like, that was the romance culmination. Everything else was just kind of, you know, there. Whoa. Okay. Well, I don't know. I I, um, I tend to like uh, my romance stories to end with a little romance. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, I don't know. These two Ro- becoming like, best friends. Or, I, I, guys becoming best friends. Physical interaction is not what, what romance is for Spencer. And, you know, that's fine. It's not required. Yeah. Not required. Okay. You well, it's required for it. me. <laughs> it's definitely required for L- me. Lee demands sex scene in film. Like, I, look, if I, romantic love entrance, I'm, I'm paid need for a, a sex I, scene. He gets a sex scene. I'm going to need a kiss. I need a kiss at the end, especially when he, like, you know, almost flies off the side of a mountain uh, so drift is what when the back tires slide that's what drift mm-hmm. is yes and okay. uh look, look, interesting little cameo that i didn't realize but you know those two old guys that were fishing off the dock we saw like you know in several scenes when they were doing like yeah. the training how to teach my drift yeah one of those guys is actually the drift king that is his official title in japan he is the guy that, is, that pioneered that kind of maneuver in cars and became famous for it they they gave him a, a cameo in that regard to acknowledge him that's cool. That's a little touch. Yep. All right. uh, if, if we want to talk about things I didn't like, this is the third Fast and Furious film now where I must say the weakest thing was the main couple characters. Uh, Lucas Black, I'd say he does better than Paul Walker in the first Fast and Furious, but not much. But what'd you guys think? That's fair. He stunk. He was terrible. Yeah, he was rough. Uh, the surprising uh willingness of some random girl to be like i'll be your date for prom if you win the race yeah uh, was you win me yeah that's that was cringy at it, best it was cringy that's, to the point. Mm-hmm. that's a that's a 2023 cringe i i'm just saying the early 90s that was or early early aughts that was like an accepted sort of plot point i mean it's a little bit unrealistic but it's like fine Here's my problem with it. It's not that the the sort of like you like win a woman in the race or something and somehow that's like not an acceptable plot point or offensive or something. I, I, I don't like the hubris on that woman. Like <laughs> she just raises her hand and she's like, I'll tell you what's a great fucking prize. Me. I've been like, excuse me. <laughs> Instead of that $90,000 car, yeah, you know, I, I, slightly less worthwhile, but down? not a lot is me. <laughs> I love the framing on that because that guy, the, 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 she she says that immediately after he says, I'm not doing that. This is a $90,000 car. And she offers, well, here's equivalent value, me going to prom. 
that's some no ego that. right there. <laughs> I, I did. I felt like it's like I was rolling my eyes at that, but didn't we get almost those exact same scenes in both of the last Fast and Furious of where some character yep. walked up to some guy and said, "Hey, if you win, you get me," kind of thing. It felt like that was just like a necessary calling card of the series at this point. I wonder if they continue it, right? Like, because to Levi's point, like, I do think like that is a plot point probably isn't as palatable to people these days. I wonder if they've continued that in the movies. Something on the track. Does that meet the the legal definition for sex trafficking or buying buying sex? Did they drive over a state line? Did yeah, did sure. she have sex with them? Like they didn't. She didn't even kiss. Well, she did, a different one, but I'm very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. nothing I'm, was fulfilled. Though though, admittedly, it's cop sting operation is shown. It's the exchange of value and money that actually commits the crime. Rather, I mean, than she just she thinks she has value. Yeah, clearly ninety grand. I'm not gonna lie. The first girl would put out. Yeah, well, <laughs> for sure. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe a little less likely once uh, her boyfriend <laughs> banged her up in in the car, but. Yeah, that was a little I, rough. I, I, I didn't like I just didn't like the entire start of it. I know they had to start him in America and get him to Tokyo somehow, but like I didn't care about that scene. It seemed silly. Like I, I was not invested in any of it. It delayed me getting invested in the main character. And like I understand of, uh, why they start these movies with like, let's hit him with an action scene right away. I get the concept, but it doesn't work for me because like I don't care about the scene if I don't know the characters yet. Yeah. So speaking of romance, uh what did you think of the main character's mom basically trying to uh, chat up the cop to like get him on a reduced sentence? Didn't she actually? Great I mean, mom. Great mom there, territory. There was a beat. He left the room. The door was closed and she was alone with the cop. I, and then suddenly the charges are at least put on hold so he can go overseas. Spencer, you're a little Thanks, horny. Mom. You're, you're, you're a little horny there. I don't <laughs> we we had a scene transition of where he's there sitting next to his mom in the room with the cop. The and then the next scene is he's out in the hallway staring awkwardly with the other detective and the mom and the cop walk out together. I mean, she I has think, to, she had to justify the cigarette. So somehow I think I think she was she was exchanging numbers. Uh, I don't think they they banged in the interrogation room, Spencer. Uh, they, they, don't they have cameras in there, Spencer? They do, but as we've seen more than a few times, (laughs) you can delete that footage. I mean, as a liar, wouldn't you like assume that this didn't actually happen this way? (laughs) Kind of sitting sitting Yankee using a southern accent up there. Liar, ah man, that's about as bad as the movie. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I look. Either the mother was completely above board and just exchanged numbers and like you know got a lawyer or something, or great mom territory, or she sacrificed. Great mom territory. So either way, I, uh, I I shout out to the mom. I also thought the dad ended up being a pretty good dad. I mean, it was clear like he came around. He had left the family and he was like with prostitutes and drinking and just like not being great. But then like he ended up supporting his son and like helping him fix the car and stuff. That was another part of the story I liked. Well, we we got some classic trope dad moments of dad support. Of where we've got we had shotgun diplomacy of when somebody's threatening his kid out in his stoop and he comes out with a gun to protect his son. Yep. Um, we had bits of fatherly advice at various moments, but you're, you're wasting your life. You're wasting your last opportunity. This is your last chance. I'm actually trying to support you here. And then we got them, as you said, bonding over the subject of the car, which a lot of the bonding scenes were them rebuilding or resetting cars or connecting in that way. So, yeah, actually, the relation with for a series about family, that was actually one of the more, I thought, effective family relationships we've gotten yet. You don't think Dom is, is, is yeah. leading a, a pretty sane uh, family? Dom and who, though? Dom's relationship with who? Not just oh. generic the family. With the, what the, other characters? The, the family. 
the character of the family. It's like, the family. I well, acknowledge that was important to him, but what other representative of that does he have a demonstrably close relationship with? Mia. That's his sister. Sister, right? Sister. Yeah. That Paul briefly intertwines with. I'm presuming they're going to be a thing again in the future. Cool. All right, guys. Me? I've got some bad news. Mm. Oh my gosh. My order has been canceled and uh, oh, uh, Uber Eats oh. is being very strange. So why don't y'all try one of the items and go well, ahead can, and get that piece of the Definitely go into the fries before they get sadder. Yeah. Uh, Lee, be our host. It, it, call, call out what we're trying first. Okay. The fries first and okay. the soda. Fries and the soda. I feel like those two things go bad right away. Um, Wendy's fries has gotten drugged through the mud through the years. I mean, really... A lot, a lot of shit talk in the fast food community about the Wendy's fries. You know what? They're pretty decent. Yeah, pretty good. They're not, ter- they're not terrible. A little too salty, but, but but pretty good. I they're like good. to hear it. They're, they're, a good the, they're a good cup. The ghost pepper fries are surprisingly good. Like The ghost pepper oh. sauce is reasonably spicy for like a fast food place putting spicy things on it. And reasonably good faith. It's not, I don't think it has any ghost pepper in it. I think that they're just saying that this is actually kind of spicy because ghost pepper has this, like kind of like habanero ghost pepper has a particular flavor that, you know, it's there if it's there. Um, but surprisingly, so I got a question. What makes the, what makes it the ghost pepper fries is the dipping sauce. No, it, it has sauce already on it. So it's not like a separate dipping sauce. It is oh. like a, a flavored slash sauce fry. Hmm. Oh. It's kind of oily, I- but like, I would concur, BJ. I had those at one point on on one of my road trips, uh, driving yeah. down to, to the family, and yeah, it, it was surprisingly spicy for a standard commercial fare uh, yeah. at, a, at a fast food restaurant. I mean, it was spicier than any like non Nashville hot chicken spicy chicken. Hmm. I like to I, hear that. I will say this is the weakest Coke of the three, which I wasn't expecting to review that. Mm-hmm. How so? It, least amount of flavor, and it. it I kept it in the fridge and just brought it out. So it's not like the ice melted. It is just, it does not have the, the strength of the Coke flavor that either Burger King or McDonald's did. Levi, no, you're green? No bite. It doesn't really have a bite to it. It's, that's it's, actually really funny. So I couldn't get normal Coke because they were out or something. And I got. How is that, how is that a thing? No one is out of Coke. Man, I got really Coke Lime. Luck today. Uh, I don't understand how they had Coke Lime because I assume they have one in the mixing machines, but maybe not. And it was very sweet, as you said. Like, even the lime didn't, like, usually you can taste the phosphoric acid in Coke, and it has that, like, sort of pleasing sour-ish type flavor, almost like a metallic uh, sour to it. And even with the lime, it was just sweet and didn't taste like Coke to me. Every time BJ talks about food, I'm reminded that I'm not tasting the same food that he is, or at least the same same, same layer he is. <laughs> He's like, I, I'm getting metallic and the phosphoric acid. So I'm like, it's pretty good, I guess. I, I, I can't, I, I can't assign those chemical descriptions. I will say it, it, it is mostly just tasting sweet. It has got that kind of like sweet focus that like flat coke does, of where it's lost that kind of ex, mm. extra addition beyond just simply I'm, I, I, I'm, drink, I, I'm drinking old caramel. So you know that That's like tough. bite that coke sometimes has at the like the back side of your tongue. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fun part. Yeah. So. That that's what I'm describing, like that feeling slash the flavor that gives it that feeling I associate with the phosphoric acid because like lemon juice has a different sour feel and flavor. So it's just that, you know, that's how they, they have that that bite. All right. Well, I think it's probably time to try the 
the Dave single that came with the combo because now you're rounding out the combo basically. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. That's the chicken. I'm sort of surprised we didn't go with like a baconator because I feel like they they heavily Oof. pushed. <laughs> I, I understand <laughs> your your distaste for it. I guess, I, but I, I had to scroll past so many burgers to get to these options. They are so heavily pushing the baconator. The, the baconator is a fake thing. It's not. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick product. It's like uh, ordering the double down or something. It's not. It's not real. <laughs> it's on their menu. I mean, it's like ordering they, a big. They will serve it to you. Yeah, it's not real to me. It's a. It's a fake <laughs> type of thing because it's like, who, who, and who really like genuinely thinks the best way to have a hamburger is. Burger cheese, burger cheese, bacon, bacon, mayonnaise. Like, does anybody really think that's like the best way to have a, a hamburger? Like, seems like people get it because they're like, oh, that's cool. I think I mean, that's what Wendy's marketing is going for. Do you mean yeah. 16 to 25 year old males? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, so I mean, probably I, at that point in time, I would have been like, yeah, that sounds like a, you know, better option. I, I got a double down at age 22. I did too. I went and I went and tried it. Like I think maybe the day it it came out with a friend of mine, um, and we thought it was really salty. <laughs> but it's really salty. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was. I thought the, I thought the uh, Dave single pretty solid. It's got. I think of the three we've had, like standard fair burgers. It's got the best um, pick. It's got the best uh, lettuce and tomato and um, those kind of ingredients on top. At least like the highest yeah. quality, I think. And everything that's else below it is solid. I think Burger King's was a little bit better, but combined with the what tastes like much fresher ingredients on top of the meat, that, so uh, that's a fun experience. That was actually a complaint that I had about this burger. The lettuce was very good, but it was a massive piece of lettuce. Like that, I feel like that's just a unless mm. you're expecting people to like ham fist their hamburger, like you're just gonna take out the lettuce. Mm-hmm. But I have uh, I. I have always wished, and I know it's like kind of like a silly thing, but I've always wished they would just serve the lettuce on the side and you could add it to your burger because like, there's just no, like the transference and like, it, usually you're getting it like to go and it's in a, like a, it sits on the burger for too long. And even if it starts good, it just goes to shit. So like, give it to me in a separate bag. Yeah. So they what? use romaine in mine. I don't know if anybody else had that. So same, I think that holds same up. Here, but mine, mine was uh, in several pieces. Okay. I think that holds up better than iceberg to a little bit of heat and mm-hmm. doesn't like wilt as fast. Whereas I think a lot of other burger places use iceberg and that's why it gets as sad as fast as it does. Yeah. I will say compared to the singles we've had of the other two, this had the right balance of ingredients to bread in a way that uh, particularly I think it was Burger King didn't. Or Burger King I had to follow was just straight eating bread in terms of the um, when, we, when we had the single. Uh, I, I think that the bread here is worse than mcdonald's but better than burger king i think it's reasonable um i also like if we're not going fancy burger like at uh you know sit down a a nicer sit down restaurant i think that small and like crispier burger like thinner patty is is sort of the way to go like a thinner overall burger like i don't want a, a like a brioche bun on a fast food burger. I sort of want something that that's, I don't know. There, there's an aspect of like the uh, classic cheeseburger that's sort of a little squished. And it's always seems to come out that way that, that I think is, an, I don't know, a nicer eating experience. Okay. Uh, Levi, what'd you think of this, Nickel? Uh, <clears throat> I like Wendy's burgers the best of the major fast food chains. 
Nice. I, I think it's the best burger. Um, I certainly have a nostalgia about McDonald's, like growing up, getting getting what was it, you know, nineteen twenty nine, nineteen cent uh, hamburgers, twenty nine cent cheeseburgers, or something like that, uh, way back in the day. So I have nostalgia for that, but I think objectively, it's the best burger. It's the best combination of everything. Um, Burger King certainly has has some things going for it. A little artificial smokiness they add into it, um, like gives it a little little zazz and tastes nice um but i i I do think this cheeseburger is if you're getting give me one cheeseburger that i have to eat the rest of my life from a fast food chain i'd go with this one question another question for ranking but on the subject of the film we've now had three black best friends in in the court in the course of these series two of which were in the last film where does i got his name here bow wow bow wow rank compared to tyrese gibson and uh ludicrous so what was his name in the film, as you say, Spencer? Uh, his name in the film was Twinkie, apparently. Yeah, that, I don't know. That, that was a very interesting choice for me. Uh, he was a weird character. Like, I, I, I don't know what. Yeah. Just, I, I feel like they were trying to capture an Asian audience with this and just had, like, we're going to have a black character that's just going to ex- go with American stereotypes of, like, have you seen the Nikes? Like, check out these Nikes and, and like, I don't know what, what American thing do you want? Uh, I, I would, I viewed his character as completely, not not only completely unnecessary to the film, but distracting from what I actually liked. Before, I, I actually have the view that it wasn't trying to appeal to Asian audiences. It was trying to get American audiences in, um, despite the very different setting compared to the last films is like having that kind of continuity of having that kind of Americana brought with them. Um, but he did not work for me. I think they could have just rolled rolled his role completely into um, the wow. girlfriend and Han, and that, I would have not noticed any difference. Well, I think I would have appreciated the focus. If you had the girlfriend be more functional, she wouldn't have been a like stereotypical Fast and the Furious female. Like, yeah, they can sort of maybe drive, but like they don't actually do anything functional for the plot. So I, mean, I don't know I, about that. Uh, I think let, she did a lot for the plot. Let me push back here. Um, main character, he's not introducing himself. He's not in, endearing himself. He's not making friends. Like this guy seems like a little, a, a little bit of a jerk. Um, it's fine. He's 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 supposed to be a teenager. That, that that makes sense. But he's not connecting himself with the the underground in Tokyo. You need some introduction there. I don't think the girlfriend necessarily would do it, especially given they couldn't get those people to kiss. Um, so uh, I think <laughs> no emotional connection between the actors. I apparently. think you need. You need to have someone introduce him. Now, whether you like Bow Wow or not, let's let's put that to the side. I think he was going through a moment there. He was mm-hmm. he was sort of popping, uh, and then uh, is is less popping nowadays. Um, but I I don't know. He's a military brat who's selling probably discounted goods from 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 the post uh, to uh, his schoolmates. Um, I don't respect know. the hustle. Uh, I don't know. Hustle. I. I, I think, yeah, I think we are underrating in this conversation how popular Bow Wow was at the time. I think he was likely a draw for the movie. I don't actually know him. Who is he? Uh, he was, started out as a like a, a hip hop artist when he was like really young. So he was called Little Bow Wow. And then as he got older, he uh, shed the little and uh, became just Bow Wow. He started a couple movies. I know he did a basketball movie like Be Like Mike, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that was That actually was kind of big at the time. He did a few songs. He was more like a like a guest collaborator on songs as opposed to like pumping out platinum out of albums himself. But he was very well known in the early aughts. And yeah. sticking him in this movie was probably smart. I bet that bet that expanded the audience. I bet it was a draw. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, what, what's our next food option, Lee? Yeah, I think now we got to go to the um, the JBC. Now you can get JBC. the contrast right away with the two hamburgers. This one was distinctly wrapped differently. It had just a very much slight little paper wrapper associated yep. with this. That's old school. That's yep. a that's an old school. That's a, that's part of the JBC presentation, I believe. I the, I will say that the the Judy Baker cheeseburger. <laughs> I, that is probably. I love that. That's funny. other than the Big Mac. It's probably the fast food item I've ordered the most in my life. I have ordered a lot of Junior Baker cheeseburgers. It is a, a tack on to basically every Wendy's order I may have ever done. I love that it's served with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise on a hamburger's best condiment. Um, I can usually taste the bacon. It's solid. I, I will say it's the most reasonably priced of everything on the menu. This is this is listed on like if, if you go through their separate tabs online, this is under like big deals. This was um, in terms of like price point on this. <laughs> it, like buck, it should be like a buck 30 or something now mm-hmm. um i think that yeah there was like a four dollar or five dollar combo with the jbc a drink and fries and yeah they had a couple of those right it was like yeah. pick four and get four pick four items get four yeah four dollars or something um actually yeah it might have been that and uh chicken nuggets and i did i did that for the spicy chicken nuggets uh, but yeah, so funny enough, the JBC, the Brie really didn't like the bacon on this and I didn't understand it. I think it's like perfectly, this is very like institutional bacon, which, you know, perfectly happy with, uh, that, 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 that was good. The ba- bacon was solid. The ingredients were solid, a bit too much bread. It, 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 it was, it was, it, I think there was not quite enough ingredients in there for the amount of bread there was the ingredients inside made for a good mix. And yeah, I, I'd give that a solid rating. We're noticing something about Spencer is uh, very, very testy like about bread. the bread ratio. Yeah. And um, that might be a bread. problem. His, Fast his, food bread is not that good. His so least favorite thing in the entire world to eat is a party sub. And it's only because of the amount of bread. I mean, once you get like foot measurements of bread, like you've ruined everything. You know, I'm not here to eat bread. I'm here to eat what's, eat, I'm here to eat what's between it. There's actually like a lot of bread people. Bread is a means. Uh, there's a, I think that fast food is very purposeful about the bread that they give you. And it most of the time has sugar in it. It's mostly sweet bread. And that is part of what kind of a, a quote, I'm putting it in quotes, addicts people to it. Um, it's, uh, it's why it will taste different than something you make in your house mm-hmm. in part is because you're, you're getting bread that has sugar in it. Yeah. Um, Levi, with you saying that Wendy's is your favorite burger well, of these two, which one ranks higher? Oh, good question. Uh, Dave Single is is better. Is, um, is that what you usually get? Uh, no, I typically get um, a spicy chicken sandwich uh, and um, eat it in like two seconds and then get it back on the road because I'm a psychopath who mm-hmm. wants to beat whatever time was, was given to me by my GPS when I started the journey, no matter whether, <laughs> whether it hit traffic or not. Um, and respect. no matter if you have to stop for food or gas or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like I typically, I don't eat in the car, so I'll, I'll, you know, pull around in the, uh, in the, in the parking lot, uh, sit on the bumper, uh, <laughs> scarf down some food as Sam has had one spicy chicken nugget. Come back in, say I'm done. Let's hit the road, and she just shakes her head and goes, "Whatever." Leave by his jerry cans in his back seat so he can fill the car as he's still driving. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say so, so he doesn't have to stop to pee. But <laughs> he uses fair. the gas first and then fills them up afterwards. Yeah. Uh... So for me, the the this burger was really sad. I think I honestly think wow. that the they might have just like cooked a whole bunch of burgers 
that they thought they would need at some point and then just like <laughs> heated them up a little bit this wendy you were this the is this storage. is probably a subpar wendy's it it was sad i mean it seems that way it's just it's it's not where where it should be um i i do think i agree with you that that mayonnaise is a good addition to a burger but i think mm-hmm. that i really like ketchup on my burgers mm-hmm. uh and so dipping this in ketchup like brought brought it up for me but well, I mean, you know, I mean, some people like dessert, so it's cool. I mean, you want you want to just go ahead and start your dessert now with slathering <laughs> sugar on your hamburger. You, got you can go ahead and start. You can have your your slice of cake now. He got denied his dessert. He's had to find it elsewhere. He tried to get a dessert in this. That's true. So I, I it's been a while since I've had uh, the junior bacon cheeseburger. Um, I, I'm with you, Spencer. the The bread, it to me, is too much, too dry. Like it's it's. Mm-hmm. I I think that they might be using uh bread from a different hamburger to cut costs because this feels like it's too big for the burger and stuff that they have in it and because it it overhangs the patty by a lot this does feel like it was the same bread maybe from the dave single but the dave single had enough extra ingredients that it balanced out in a way this didn't yeah Mm, okay um all right so back to tokyo drift what do we think of the vin diesel cameo at the end uh, how much did they pay him? Like, what what was his? I would love to know what what his price point was for that eight second. Let's so establish I, a series I, appearance. I also think like it might be the other way around. Like he might have signed on for the series and had to make an appearance. He didn't in the second one. Uh, okay. Like if if it was always intended to be a series, but I don't know. They may, may they probably didn't have the funding at that time to do those kind of long series, particularly with how kind of low budget the first one was. But yeah, if that was the case, he got ahead of the contract for the second film. Anyway, wasn't he? I, 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 we talked about this last time. He was he, he instead decided to do Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, same time the second one was filming. Yeesh. Yeah, not not necessarily a good call there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of liked it. I thought it, I thought it worked. It because I the whole time I was watching this, I I actually like checked to make sure I was watching the right movie. Like twenty minutes into it, because like <laughs> I just tapped the screen to make sure it still said Fast and Furious. Because I was like, I don't know any of these characters like i i I wasn't i read later that like that is the the whole thing of this movie that it's like a separate kind of story or whatever but like i didn't know that going into it so i was kind of surprised i didn't see any of the characters i knew i i do have the financial details they were they were available of course you do spencer so spencer do you want to know the answer to this because i i I think you'll enjoy this please he he did not get paid for a fast and the furious tokyo drift uh, it, 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 was it in lieu of something else? It was in lieu of something else. Uh, Go it was on. In, in lieu of the film rights for the for Riddick. Do you think that worked out well for him? I think it did. I think so too. Also, I think he wanted to do like he wanted to control Rick. Uh, but yes, um, yeah, the Rick. film rights in exchange for uh, what thirty second cameo one day, Max? one day of shooting maybe. I think yeah. that's worked out very strongly in his favor compared to what he otherwise would have gotten. But yeah, like, I, I, was, lines, I was just maybe? pumping. I was fist pumping. This is, this is exciting. It's great. Yeah. I back. But question. And I, I'm curious on this because I don't think the film clearly says where does this appear in terms of the film timeline? Is this meant to be one, two, three in terms of order? Or is this one somewhere more nebulous in the broader series? Also, I assume we didn't have it, but was Han in the original DVD crew? DVD crew? The DVD, the whole point of the first movie was they were stealing the dvd players uh he wasn't in the film uh maybe they were implying that he was also he, he was you know off screen or previously yeah. been part of them yeah 
Yeah, I don't assume that the DVD uh, uh, thefts were the fir- their first attempt at things. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But he said like three years ago or whatever, something like that. The reason I ask is, I swear I've seen the Han guy in like like advertisements for the other films, which I don't seems think so. very clearly dead here. So I didn't think that would work. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's a I mean, of like well, but it could be where Vin Diesel was. After the first movie, because he uh, left for Parts Unknown. Maybe. And apparently the race scene in Tokyo was uh, was it. So uh, one of the things that I thought was really funny, and I, I understand sort of why they did this, but they never, basically never used the first take on any of the drift scenes. And you could tell because of how many tire skid marks were in the path <laughs> of the car that was going through i didn't notice that that's cool um uh, but yeah basically anytime they're on the road there are ton there's tons of rubber that's just like left on the road in the patterns that they're doing um and yeah it, it was uh it was pretty great once i noticed that i kept trying to look for it in late later scenes and it was it was pretty great that is a classic bj uh <laughs> catch um, I, I did not catch that. Now, I also, I mean, I watched it um, first time watching it in years, uh, a couple of weeks back when we thought we were going to do this earlier. Um, and I was watching it during the daytime, which uh, upstairs, the, there's so much light in the room that it's hard to get get a lot of contrast on all the darker parts. But that BJ is what I associate with you, which is noticing very, very small uh, arcane details that really don't matter, but like fixating on them. And then for the rest of the movie, like I'm keeping a tally. This is, this is the fifth one. Yep. Now Sounds right. Checks out. Um, all right, uh, Lee, what's next on the menu? Uh, yeah, now it's time to dive into the chicken, so let's do the chicken sandwich. Um, the other thing that I thought was really funny was uh, one of the cars was an automatic, and which which one do you remember? Uh, it was one of the uh, early American muscle cars that he was driving, I think. Oh, like Uh, like the one for that first race against it might have been the first race and it might have been some random one that he had early on in tokyo but he was shifting in it uh and there are sort of reasons that you would do that but like he was shifting all the way back and all the way forward which also like at that time he didn't know how to drift so shipping shifting any kind of park wouldn't make any sense um yeah it did kind of feel like me like when I haven't played cruising USA in an arcade for a long time. <laughs> and then like I get in and like, it requires you to like constantly hit the brake to skid around the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I sympathize there. The other thing that I really liked about this movie, and I don't know if it was people who were unhappy from other movies, but they just like, we're, we're going to just crash cars. Really? It's not going to stop the race. But we're just going to crash cars and, yeah, you know, sure. we're just going to lean into it because that's that's, uh, I guess, a consequence of being a drift movie. Um, and I, I was legitimately surprised for his first race in Japan if we're like, it was like, oh, you don't know how to drift. Well, you know, don't wreck the car. And I was like, well, OK, well, maybe, maybe get some little scratches on it, whatever else. But it won't be too bad. Like, no, this guy arrives at the finish line with a non-functional car. Level <laughs> of damage. Destroys yeah. It. yeah. And, <laughs> and Hans, like and Hans just pre- like. Oddly right. realistic. Well, that was a thing. Well, Han immediately wields it in his favor before eventually becoming friends with him later. It's like, okay, you're going to pay this off by doing whatever I ask you to do. But that's yeah. why Han is so great, because he was so nonplussed. I mean, yes, I understand that he was looking at it as, now I've got a little bit of, little bit on this guy. But he also was just like, eh, eh things happen. 
car yeah, crash. But, yeah, and and that's like, yeah, you have something on a guy and can convince him to do work that he can't really do for like. I have a question. What was in your your read of the film? What was Han's motivation for letting our main character drive his car in that first scene? Was it? And it's like it's some combination, but like which one is more in your mind? Was it? I know the guy doesn't know how to drift. He's gonna he's gonna bang the car up, and then I can hold it over his head like a very Tony Soprano move. Like I'm going to basically create somebody on my staff by this by this moment. Or was it more like he said later in his conversation with him, which was he kind of noticed the spunk of the guy getting in the so his face. And he was like, Oh, all right, let me test him out. See, kind of see what his metal is because he was trying to, to verify his character or whatever. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be annoying and say it, it's both, but not in a way that conflicts of where I think that they actually kind of work together where the conversation he had later was like, I was looking for somebody that I could be, you know, be close with trust, build that kind of relationship with and doing that, by starting with a certain degree of obligation means, well, you don't have a choice for me to start, you know, moving in the relationship of being friends. So I'm, I'm, I think his ultimate objective was option B, but I think he was perfectly willing to use option A as a means of getting there. Absolutely. It was option, option C. He didn't, he didn't like his friend. Those friends, bit of a dick. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think that so true. Was, uh... it's like get this spunky guy. Yeah, he's probably gonna screw my car up. But like, I like. Uh, like like making them feel uncomfortable. Um, it, it, yeah, I mean, this is an opportunity to fuck you that I'm willing to pay, to pay a car for. Yeah, I mean, like I also that guy from jump. That's true. Think that he was trying to show uh, the bad guy's uncle that this dude's an idiot. Like, you don't want your you know local yakuza muscle that's taking protection money from all these businesses drift racing and making and becoming the drift gang. Like that, very, that's just very such simple. a terrible idea. And if you can get him like notorious enough to like, you know, have crashes in, in that, that as part of his dumb race against like a foreigner, that's going to have the police a lot more interested, like so much the better that this seems like a, a win-win in sort of all of the, the situations. Um, and also, I don't know. There's something just very entertaining about Han just being like, yeah, I could race him, but like, there's no point in that. This is a lot. I like that too. Mm -hmm. That does tie into something else I like too. We've had now three plots of where some degree of organized crime is directly connected to our characters in some way that they're, you know, opposed to or dealing with. I thought this was the best implemented of the three of where the first film's got the generic Asian-y kind of gangs that kill one of the members of the family and are as tension associated with that, but they're pretty secondary right honestly the real plot if anything the main organized crime that's the focus is dom's own family second movie's got uh the semi pseudo drug lord kind of thing connection <laughs> whatever else despite the fact the main guy's not at all hispanic that didn't really you know connect or work for me it's more just a reason to be there the red and the integrated into the plot Whereas this one, this has kind of threads everywhere to the point that, you know, the confrontation with the mafiosa boss at the end is a key aspect or a culmination of where they've been going. So I thought that was just better executed than the prior two films. How was the chicken sandwich? Uh, least favorite so far. Ooh. Uh, my, my chicken sandwich, uh, it did not have, oddly enough, like, like, like I talked about the other ones, the best part has been the ingredients that have been on top of the meat, as solid as the meat was. This had all, very little in the way of ingredients on the top, and so the chicken just was just there to stay by itself. And coupled with the not-that-great bread, it was a very dry and not particularly enjoyable experience. 
Good gracious. Spencer, question for you. I'm curious whether the, whether you match my, my experience here. Pretty generous serving of chicken here, huh? It was a fair bit of chicken. I'll give that much to it. it just wasn't that good chicken that they were overgiving me. So Co-sign all all of it. It was a a, a thick ass slab of chicken in quotes, probably. I it, I didn't get that thick of shit. piece of chicken. I, my my chicken was surprisingly thick. It was like somebody had told somebody to flatten the chicken before they fried it, and so they breaded it and then squished it down, or or even fried it once, squished it down, and then heated it back up. I I th- this was not like. I, I think what I'm leaning into is Chick-fil-A has the best chicken sandwich. This doesn't come even close and isn't as good as any of the other chicken sandwiches that we've had so far. Yeah, as, as much as we mo- mocked McDonald's chicken sandwich, because I think, did we do, did we do, we did, we did no, we did, we did McDonald's yeah. Chick-fil-A uh, sandwich, and then we did Filet the Burger sandwich. King, uh, we did the Burger King chicken sandwich. Yeah. Uh, Burger King chicken sandwich was just that submarine kind of thing. Yeah. I like that better than this, even though this had more chicken associated with it, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, damn, damn that's a that's a resounding no on that item. How about the, the, the chicken nuggets? Oh. I feel like we made a made a mistake. And it was me who made the call um on that sandwich as opposed to the maybe their spicy chicken sandwich, which I've had before and I know is good. I do like I have I have had the spicy chicken and I've liked it. Um yeah. these are spicy chicken nuggets, so we're getting close there. Let's see. I've got the sweet and sour sauce because for some reason that was the first option online. I got no sauces. Still disappointed Levi, by that. Levi, you got the ghost pepper you said, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, these, again, not good. I mean, for me, like I, I, again, I think I'm, you know how there are like A or A, B and C food lions and, and, you know, there are grocery stores that have tiers. I think this is like the low tier Wendy. Uh, I think that they, they see the cookout line every single day wrapping around the cookout building and they just give up. They know so that I, I ordered on uh, Uber eats. I ordered uh, this, this menu that we've concocted at six 15. It was canceled at about seven 15. I reordered it immediately. I just got a notification. The person is on their way. Estimated arrival eight 15. So two <laughs> hours later, Maybe. two hours later, I might get the food. Thank I'm you. Uber like, Eats. Fantastic. We expect you, we're we're going to want you to rapid fire in the course of three minutes, review all the items to get ready. I mean, you just take a bite of each. It'll be good. Unbelievable. Right. Two hours yeah. to get Wendy's. Le- uh, Levi, BJ, I'm curious your thoughts. BJ, you, you, seem, you sounded pretty negative when it came to the chicken nuggets. I'm I'm going to endorse that. These are not not that great. Uh, they're not as bad as that those chicken monstrosities we got from Burger King. Those nuggets were absolutely terrible. Oh, the chicken fries. The chicken fries were atrocious. Chicken that was like a... What I like about that item, though, is it sets a baseline for like what is like dog shit in, you know, in this thing. Like, that, that, so we can always use that. That, that is that is a measuring rod right there because that's the only use those solid wooden sticks of material can actually serve. So I, th- I think... better I had, than that, but they're still not impressive. I these. think the Burger King around here is better than the Burger King around Wendy's because I think the chicken fries were better than the chicken nuggets. Like all the chicken things that I got from this Wendy's. It like they they were hard. They were uh and I mean we we picked up and, and ate here, which might have been a mistake, but like it everything about it was just disappointing. I don't think a fast food restaurant can use the excuse, well, you shouldn't have gotten it to go. That's the point. That's the model, right? Like, I, so the, I mean, I heard you, you say that caveat, model. but my point is like, if it's bad to go, then like, it's bad. Like that, that should be the point. Right. I, I agree. 
but I mean, I also think like the way to have fast food is as soon as you get it from the drive through window, you put it in your face as fast as possible. In the car. I have to make a sound of experience. I mean, that's, <laughs> I think you're just wrong. I mean, that's, that's the same way of saying that like coffee is the best when it's, when it's hot, which is like, yeah, that's true, but you're missing the point. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with BJ here. The best, the most fun for a fast food experience is eating it while driving going back home. So, okay. Or wherever so, else you're going. You guys so eat burgers driving back home? What are you, what are you guys doing? I, I mean, if you nibble I, some fries, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold it against you. You eat a chicken nugget. Okay. Fair enough. Like on um, a long drive. Not, not, not like this I, is you're driving I, for a long period of time and you stop somewhere to both the, both of you are bearded men what are you doing getting getting nannies all in your beard like like a, a yes. caveman this is well, okay okay levi we want to live in the real world i don't i don't eat fast food i i either don't eat or i find a restaurant that i want to try and i've done extensive google maps research to find somewhere that's interesting that i want to eat at but okay then it might be a might be a conversation to sit out Okay, then I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to But when I was wine. younger and did, and, and I had a parent who would do this, that was the time to eat it. it was like, like, as soon as you get it, you're pulling back on the highway and, and you tuck in. It took us till episode three of this podcast, but we got there. I, I'm glad that we got to this rule that Levi has no eating in the car. No, um, don't eat the car. <laughs> That seems like I, the crux of what we're car. discussing here. I'd <laughs> like this to be the topic keep, for a while. Keep in mind, Levi's alternative is eat very rapidly outside the car to then get back in the car. Well, but but Levi, yeah. but does Sam eat in the car? Yeah. Sam's okay. no choice. So, so it's, it's not no eating in the car. It's Levi doesn't eat in the car. You can't control another adult. Like you can you can look at them and say, hey, you probably should be in the car. Hey, why is there a crumb over here? And make you feel <laughs> bad about it afterwards. Um, but you can't actually yeah. stop them. But he doesn't condone, like, you don't condone her eating the car. She just does no, it sometimes. No, no, yeah, exactly. Come on. Get, getting, <laughs> getting a proper double burger and fries from a restaurant, from, from a fast food place, and then eat, eating it on your middle of a four-hour drive to get somewhere you need to go is part of the fun of the fast food experience. I'm going to see if I can find, like, a, a armrest to, to, like, door tray for Sam so she can have eaten comfort in your car. I mean, look... I obviously love her, but like she's messy, <laughs> and so like I don't know. That's gonna help. You can get, you can get one of those bibs, like you're like you're eating, eating all you can eat lobster. It might not help. Levi, do you keep a dustbuster in the back of your car for when you get to your destination to clean up after? I'd give it up that fight. Like I just like I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean the car uh, on the cycle uh, and and not worry about it, not stress out about it. And I don't like it, but you know which which you gonna do. Um, yeah, I've had like an interesting relationship with this rule because like I lived with Levi for a while and like we would go on road trips and we'd get food and it would like I remember a couple of times there's a rule like you don't eat in the car and I'd be like, what the fuck? Like I eat in the car. But then but then I remember like really liking every time I get in this car and it's clean. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> like so <laughs> I'm kind of like a hypocrite about the rule because like I get like sort of annoyed in the moment. But then. I, I I've said on this podcast, I appreciate the fact that it keeps a, t- a tight ship. His car is always clean. So Le- I don't know. Levi, I, I never realized this before, but the times I've driven with you, we very intentionally not stopped. Like I've even, I think, I think when we were driving, out of, I recommended maybe we should stop someplace and you even responded, no, we'll eat when we get there. Was this trying to well, ward that, me off eating in your car? That sounds right. No, no, that eating was probably my, my car, time. actually. That's just no, go, go, go. Yeah, it's go, go, go. That's, that's the reason. I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to not stop when it makes sense to stop. Uh, to avoid someone eating in the car, my 
my general belief is let's just crack open another Red Bull and grind it out. Uh, mm. Yeah, uh, this may be a 13 hour drive, but I don't see why we need to stop three times. Why can't we stop once? Um, mm. Like <laughs> at Iron Skillet and at, have a great at time. Iron Skillet. And that Iron was a different thing. That, Jewish deli. That DJ was was very much the. Um, I found a nice restaurant that I wanted. I wanted to try out. I searched Google <laughs> reviews. I, I understand what was going on yeah. there, BJ. You've already you've already established that. Um, Levi, well, Levi, we didn't. What we didn't realize is that BJ took a twenty ounce steak to go and gnawed on it in the car with Joey. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised by that. Um, but yeah, no, no. I'm I'm a, I'm a psychopath. I I I want to beat the GPS, uh, and there's no reason why that matters. Um, but what's should we try out the last thing on the menu? I'm going to jump in here. I have not sent my pizza by these, these chicken nuggets, which I think are absolutely fantastic. Oh, sorry, yeah. Now, in terms of quality, I agree. Not not a tier. Spicy stuff on it. Woof. That's right. my jam. Oh, so you're saying the the ghost pepper ranch is good? No, no, just the chicken nugget. Okay. The, the breading. He likes the bread. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, just just to be clear. Is is the best option when it comes to chicken nuggets Chick Fil A in terms of like highest fast food quality? I don't like the Chick Fil A nuggets. They're too small. And uh, there's very little breading on them. I'm not a big fan of the Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. I love the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. It's the, it's the goat. But they're nuggets. No, nah, they're not for me. For me, Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets are off the charts compared to all competition in terms of just, you know, actual chicken. I feel like Chicken McNuggets are pretty solid. I love the Chicken McNuggets. Chi- McNuggets have been the best of the three of the ones we've done for Chicken Nugget fries. I don't, I don't know that I've ever had Chick-fil-A nuggets. I probably have. But, I, like, they just don't. They the don't. Team. They don't evoke any memories <laughs> they're so small it's so cheap you, you are pay, you are paying like 15 dollars for less for less food but yes they're better yeah i don't I, know man i'm not a big fan i will say B, uh, bj it that was a staple of uh, way back in the day when i was working with our our friend josh and we would use our, our our company's conference room um on the weekends when he had had like a weekend shift um and we would use the conference room and play play board games it's like mm-hmm. twilight imperium for for you know, however long we could go <laughs> and we would definitely get a platter of, of uh, oh you know, that chicken nugget platter cater, catering platter of chicken chicken nuggets from uh chick-fil-a and that'd be the the breakfast uh, lunch and early dinner spencer you like catering platters not when uh, you send them to me bj <laughs> uh-oh uh-oh that was dangerous he, he, he likes choices and autonomy when it comes to these things. He doesn't want to have a force on him. <laughs> he 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 likes he, he likes toddler catering. If it's chicken nuggets and fries, you know, if the chicken nuggets are in dino dino shapes, it's even better. Like, right. uh, mm-hmm. uh, is it? I think the last thing would be a frosty. If anybody had one, uh, we would chili. chili. Oh, the chili! chili. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Chili, chili. Yeah, let's do the chili. Uh, that's like so almost the one I'm most excited about. I got chili. So- uh, spicy chili sauce in my bags and i i did probably the most bj thing uh which is i poured out some chili into a different container opened up Mixed. the sauce and put it on because i didn't want to foul up my chili with whatever the sauce was it was one of the best ideas that i've ever had because hmm. the the spicy chili sauce was um gray and gloopy gray uh, and gloopy it, gloopy it, yeah, it was mostly it was like salt, xanthan gum, and like some paprika and and cumin. And it was good preservatives and spice. It's where you're alienating Levi again with this explanation. It it it, it looked it, it was gray gloop. It like it, I, I'm not trying to alienate him. I'm just trying to accurately describe this sauce. 
he's at least describing uh, spices as opposed to the, the chemical names. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little, little myth. He didn't do it. Do it was, uh, you know, sulfuric, uh, oxidized, whatever, whatever. B15, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Le- Le- Levi, you first. What do you think of the chili? Uh, their chili is always pretty good. In my opinion, it's pretty good. Pretty um, good. It's not, not going to like win any chili competitions, but like for fast food stuff that they've had for, 20,000 years and the reason why all grandmothers love uh uh wendy's pretty good i got it. before before you tell us what you think spencer i have a question we were talking about eating in the car um i do i eat fast food in the car all the time i love to eat fast food in the car um if but i don't eat soup if you get if you get if you were ordering this right let's let's say you were eating this in the car and you had the chili would you drink it or would you spoon i have never eaten chili in a car but I'm just like, like, let's, you know, if I did, hypothetical. if, if I did, I would do that kind of driving with your knees and use a spoon. I wouldn't try to drink it. Cause I would almost assume that it would Wait, you, you would eat everywhere. chili as the driver. Yeah. That's what I was proposing, right? <laughs> oh boy. I already told you I wouldn't do it, but he painted a scenario for me. And the scenario is I'm driving across the state for some reason. And I ordered, he chili just said you're in the car. <laughs> My dad's a big proponent of drinking it in the car. He thinks that's the the move, the right move. <laughs> um, so I I will say that that I like basically all soup uh, that isn't cream of soup. Ooh. And so this this hits the this is basically soup, and I like it. I did not love. I got like a quarter of a hamburger as part of the chili meat. Uh, it was just it's like a in there. a chunk of, of burger. Oh, in there. You did have a shitty chilies. Um, it was it was not not up to par. I will say that I think dipping the JBC in the chili uh, and or the uh, spicy chicken nuggets definitely improved them. It brought some much needed uh, moisture to the the bun. Um, but yeah, I think this is my favorite thing of all of the things that we've had from from Wendy's. I I will not go as far as BJ, but I will firmly agree with Levi. This is very solid. I like soup. I like soup quite a bit. I will get soup at many, many a sit down restaurants if it is available. And this is the best of the fast food chilies I've had. in some. What other fast food chilies are there? Great question. Uh, Main other one I've had is uh, Bridget and I, whenever we go night diving, we'll stop at Steak and Shake and they've got a variety of chili options there. Okay. Steak and Shake. Never just just like advice to the listener. Never go to the drive-through line of steak and shake. God, it's the longest drive-through God, line no, they, ever. It's terrible. I, I swear they forget you exist. Not that the in-store service at Steak and Shake has ever been that great either. But... They really do. They they claim to cook to order, and I believe that they do because man, that drive-through takes <laughs> fun. I got great news though. I think I'm getting Wendy's, so I'm going to be back with my Wendy's food in here in just a second. I'm, I'm excited to see how this goes. You're gonna you're gonna drive thing real quick. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I like this. This is this is this is decent chili. I'm BJ, I, I'm with you. This, this is just straight hamburger meat, right? This is the leftover hamburger meat they're just putting in this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. Mine clearly just didn't chop it up real well. Um, mm-hmm. I like. I I will get soup at buffets and enjoy it. Like it's not good. I get that it's not good. Uh, that that is it is objectively not good soup. I've had good soup. I've made good soup. I like good soup. I also like bad soup. And this this fits in the bad soup. And it's fine. 
Buffet soup is just such an interesting life choice because no buffet soup is good. Like you can be yeah. at a solid it, buffet and the soup is still going to be the worst thing there. It's it's Sodexo like beef vegetable soup or minestrone. Uh, like I don't I don't get all soups at buffets, but you know, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, beef vegetable minestrone. There are probably like two or three others like a bean soup. I'll get uh, and. We took you know what I'm not sushi? a fan of? Mm-hmm. Chicken noodle. Not chicken, noodle chicken noodle in general? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, How did you grow up without that? I mean, I ate it growing up. I still didn't like it. I mean, it's just typically like, it, I judge things based off, is a mediocre version good? Whereas like a mediocre tomato soup, very good. Very yummy. Um, whereas mm-hmm. a mediocre chicken, chicken noodle to me is like, eh. I mean, if you, you fancy it up and you charge... Thirty dollars a bowl at, at some restaurant. I, I'm I'm sure it's going to be good, but like that's that that that's fake news. That's- so my problem with chicken noodle soup is you can't like you, you can't make good chicken noodle soup that works after like the first time you you heat it up. And so like, but I also didn't grow up with chicken noodle soup. I grew up with like chicken soup that you could put things in, uh, but like the just chuck a whole bunch of noodles into chicken soup. And then that time, like the noodles are acceptable, but if it's cooked a little too long, it gets to be sad. Yep. And I yep. like, it's, it's just not a, I mean, you can do it with so many other things and it doesn't get as sad as quick. Uh, um, qu- qu- question here for all of us being either Jewish or Jewish adjacent. How, what's our opinions on matzo ball soup? Not very good. Uh, it isn't, is it? <laughs> It's, I mean, it's it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. If you if you grew up with it, you you, you have some some attachment to it. Uh, if you come to it later, it's fine. Do not put that evil on my love of matzo balls. No, I'm Star Wars. <laughs> Ma- matzo ball soup is just not that great. It's it, it. I've had varietals from lots I, of people that have said that there's the best ever, and I've not liked them that much more than any other. Here's my response before for the actual Jewish person uh, chimes in. We, we can just talk talk around it and talk around him on this. Uh, but uh, Spencer. I would say, look, if I'm going to be completely honest, my grandmother's uh, cranberry sauce, not very good. I love mm-hmm. it because it's my grandmother's cranberry sauce, um, but objectively not not super great. Um, so that's that's a, my explanation or my hedging about matzo ball soup, which is like, maybe it's fine. It's nothing particularly special, but if you grow up around it. I don't know why matzo ball soup became a thing. I don't get it. I, I just, people like Jews eat it once a year twice a year on at like at the Seder on Passover. And it's a way to make dumplings that satisfies Passover rules, I guess. Like, you know, you can put meat in them, you can do stuff like that. But basically, you know, you have a chicken stock and you're putting some stuff in there. And it's always like, it's always served in a flat bowl. And it, you basically have consomme. And if you don't have a good chicken consomme or it's it's a sad thing in general, and most people aren't going to do a great job with that. And then the the matzo ball itself is it's it's starch and egg. Like you're not going to get a whole lot out of it unless you do something good with it. It can be pleasant. Like it's a it's a mm-hmm. pleasant start to a meal. It's an appetizer, but it it's not this like hearty thing that people try and make it. It 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 is a you know. A, a pleasant inset to the rest of a meal. It, it, it is interesting that I've been invited to more than a few Passovers over the years, uh, Passover meals over the years, and 
often the food as you get later into the meal is pretty is pretty good, pretty solid. But the initial foray is always every single time. Hey, here, try the matzo ball soup, and here's some manischewitz. And neither of those are a great like starting point for enjoying the meal. I you I don't, don't like manischewitz. I do not. I don't know why it's not good. I mean, I mean, alcoholic grape juice. Who was not like? Not any of the Concord grapes. <laughs> it's Concord grape wine. It's not great. Oh, it, don't drink anymore. Flavor. But I used to like it. All right, the the Dave single is really good. Yeah, I, I think we're all kind I'm of Levi. Of, this is a good sandwich. I think, I think everybody was pretty varying levels of pretty damn positive on the Dave single. Over under one hour before Terry texts us about, about upsets Tommy as he shoves down all his food down his face in five minutes. We, we appreciate his. Why does everybody right make eating fast food sound so gross? It's not that it's gross. It's everybody does that. They say they say shove it down your face. Like uh, BJ said that earlier too. I think it's like a thing. I, I feel like the fast food restaurants lean into it with things like is the it? Baconator out there. I think marketing a certain degree of gluttony is part of the fun for so them. so there is there is that part but all this along the is with, the worst. with pizza mm-hmm. and a couple of other things there are some foods that that have a window in which they're good i think fries are are like the fast the like i always eat when i get fries like uh, a burger and fries i eat my fries first and then the burger because the fries are going to be bad if you eat the burger first Mm-hmm. All right. And... The, so the the fries are terrible. Uh, did not like the fries at all. Mm-hmm. Too salty. Too salty, and not fried well. Like, um, mm-hmm. uh, not they... crisp, soft. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they probably like. Well, also he had. It's been a. Car it's two hour. two hours. It's been two hours. <laughs> they're, they're doing their best. Yours is three I... houses. What game to you? It is actually kind of it is warm because it's a it's the second order, so I had to reorder it. So it's like I think it sat in the car for maybe fifteen minutes. So everything's pretty warm. I'm way more positive on this chicken sandwich than you guys are. I like it. I mean, I, I think I was the only the most negative of the bunch, but I think my Wendy's just doesn't care and doesn't. It's a pretty good slab of chicken. Um, no one disputed that. It was a generous. It was a generous dose of chicken. It just for like Levi it. and all three of us, it was dry and not great. I, I think that they have a different size stamp for their chicken sandwich that they do than they do for, for their chicken nuggets. And it's the same. It's the exact same thing. All right. I'm going to the chili. Have you guys talked about the chili? Yeah. Y'all talked about the chili. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think we, I think we all like the chili. You right. you who hate soup, please well, endure it. Just, just don't take another bite. Your your problem with soup is every single bite's the same. Just take one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Hey! Uh, did, a so did you soup get endorsement? Did you get spicy chili sauce? Mm-mm. This like in your bag. I'm not saying did not did you request it because I didn't request it and it just okay. came in mind. All right. Separate from a lot I of get, ketchup. I didn't get any of the other sauces that I requested. I only got like ten packets of spicy chili sauce. You you yeah. got ketchup in your bag? I didn't get a single bit of ketchup. I got just like, like thirty napkins. things of ketchup, which I don't need. Um, here's the thing about this chili. You I, got dessert too. I feel like the chili would be like a great dipping sauce. Like I could dip my. Yeah, that, that's what I. Yeah. So that that it, I think that might have been once you stepped away. But I I was dipping the JBC in there and other things like that that just didn't that needed a little bit of extra wetness. Way more positive on the chili than I expected. Um, I think with the, the with the size spoon they give you each bite's going to be different. They uh, the fries were terrible. The Coke is bad. They did not give me a junior bacon cheeseburger. They just forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've had a, we, a great we are, time. 
I don't think any of us are endorsing Wendy's management administration right now. It's been weak, right? It's been terrible. But the the two sandwiches were pretty good. Um, I think the best thing I've 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 tried <clears throat> is the the classic single. Did That's you get a frosty? Thing. I did get a frosty. Yeah. Which which frosty did you get? Chocolate. OG. Okay. Classic. I uh my memory is that that like the vanilla was uh like the uh, the other option, but they they don't have that anymore. The cho- the chocolate was a lot better than I anticipated. Y'all dip the fries like, in the frosty. I did. I hated that, but <laughs> I really like it. I, I didn't get one again. My, my machine was broken. Wait, you're 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 shitty on me for for dipping my fries in ketchup, but the frosty is okay. <laughs> he like said, a, and I quote: if, "If you want your dessert early, mm-hmm. sure." Yeah, and that's what I'm having my dessert early. <laughs> I it's a it's a nice change up. I would never like eat every fry with the frosty but like a couple a couple little little dips there sure have the nuggets did they give you nuggets get, get them a almost dip. exactly like you guys described mm. they're dry they're not that good however i think levi's right that the breading and the whatever spice they put on the outside is pretty good so mm. it kind of carries it uh, you know question question on the film while while he swallows uh do you guys think that the cameo by dom at the end was originally planned or were they purposely just trying to make this either a one-off or separate to uh, anything with respect to the other films? Good question. I think uh, they're trying to bring the gang back. Yeah. I feel like it was I, always planned. I'm I'm not entirely sure. because it, 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 it didn't feel like it was hinted beforehand. It didn't when, feel like it was integral to have him in there in some way. Was he in the fourth movie? And when was that greenlit? Because I feel like that could have been greenlit around when they were shooting. And then they could have just been like, all right, well, we'll toss this scene in. Because uh, that's that's more kind of what it feels like that, that all right, you know, we're going to make this a continuing series. Let's, uh, you know, show that, that that's what we're doing. So there were three years of separation between uh, the release dates of uh, three. I'm, three I'm talking about green lit, Levi. I'm I, not. I, 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 I mean, if you look at if you look DJ. at Hollywood accounting. Then, He's trying to get it. EJ, I was going to to get there. Three years from the release, uh, a year after um, release of three, uh, it was announced that four uh, was going to happen. So okay. I would imagine they weren't contiguous. Like they they they, they weren't doing shooting during a time where it was guaranteed that, that four was going to happen. They probably were talking and developing and having conversations and you know storyboarding stuff, but yeah. it, it happened. If there's anything that's set up to be a franchise, I would imagine. Um, I'm kind of surprised um, because at least like in terms of order, this is the least successful of the three we've seen so far in terms of the amount of money it made and also cost the most. Race, racism, man. Yeah. People, people were interested in a Japanese setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I mean, they also probably had to pay relatively significantly to shut down some streets. Su- or- so that's another fun fact about this. Uh uh, they didn't necessarily pull all the permits. They just sort of shot them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those are the consequences. Yeah. What? That's awesome. So are you are you, are you yeah. telling me that that scene of where they drift through a crowd may have been more authentic than we want it to be? Uh, I think it was not a matter of like going. They're not running through the middle of Tokyo uh, unprompted, but I don't think they pulled permits and like got approvals for everything it's more of like guerrilla style uh uh filming what is what is the quote i came across which is basically that they uh um the studio hired a fall guy uh to step in to say that that he was the director so the the main director could could continue, continue shooting but yeah he um 
So they basically were street racing like street racers do. They just happened to be filming it. Which, on one hand, objectively, pretty funny. You, everybody laughed. On the other hand, like this is a major m- motion picture being being funded by a lot of rich people who are just like doing doing gorilla stuff. Is it stuff a major motion it, picture? It, it, this yes. is kind of like a, a, a no. shoestring B B movie. This has like a Spencer. I'm sure knows all about Spencer. Head, Spencer, how, how much did this did this movie lose? Because every movie loses money according to your Hollywood. No, we're not talking about that. We're we're Spencer talking about the, the actual budget. Money. But, but, but budgets officially listed as 85 million, which point of comparison, Too Fast, Too Furious was 76 and the original was 38. So this is definitely the most expensive of the three. Was, and yeah, I, from, I'm from, also from, pretty from a sure Hollywood that... accounting standpoint, it didn't make double its budget. So from like, you know, the amount of money they actually have to cut to the theaters to include the marketing budget from a Hollywood accounting standpoint, it did lose money. I'm also pretty sure that they had a, a Porsche badge on the Nissan. Not know. I wish I had your attention to detail. <laughs> you don't. It's useless. Can I say yeah, this? Fun. That it seems to me that of the fast food restaurants we've tried so far, it, Wendy's underperformed the most based on our expectations. Like Except we all were, perf- we're all fairly positive about Wendy's, and there was problems across the board, whether it be with the ordering, what they gave us, things being cold, not good. Um, there's inconsistency apparently in like the chicken sandwich. Um, the chili is good. I agree with that. But I think I feel like it underperformed on the whole. Here's, I'm not as big a fan of McDonald's as you are, Terry. But what what I, my general opinion of all other fast food restaurants that aren't McDonald's is that they have highs and they have lows. Um, mm. And McDonald's, they, <laughs> they put together, at least in my opinion, a pretty world-class operation at a B, B, B plus level. Um, and so everything there is going to be pretty, pretty darn good by fast food standards, BJ, I understand not objectively good, but like it's, it's, uh, it, you don't have a lot of misses. That's not what opinion. I was going to say. What I was going to say is I feel like McDonald's is sort of the Budweiser of fast food where you can have a Bud Light anywhere in the world and it's going to taste the same and it's going to taste the same as it did 10 years ago, as it's going to taste the same in 10 years. And it's always going to be the same thing and they're known for their consistency and and it Wendy's doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to have the same QC that McDonald's does and probably even Burger King honestly but so the, the I don't love the Bud Light analogy because I think you can get other canned or bottled products that are consistent in quality across the board but it's not common it's like there, there's really no other operation that has the reach and the consistency that McDonald's does to give you like hot food at the ready within seconds that always tastes the same and always has the same quality. Like it's a like different level of effort. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I absolutely don't disagree. I'm just saying that like there are a lot of other companies, there aren't that many other companies that are as consistent in that matter. I, I will fully agree with both what you're saying, BJ, and what Levi was saying across the board. Yeah, I don't get agreed with. Mm. No, you were you were just you were just parroting other people's views in my view. So I'm not going to give you any credit. Uh, <laughs> it, from what Levi was saying, I think McDonald's Man. doesn't have the same highs of any ones we've done, or it didn't have anything that was like surprisingly good, but it also didn't have anything that was terrible uh, in the way or, or varying levels of bad the way we had for Burger King or for Wendy's. But and same way as BJ is saying, if I'm going to a store 
If I'm going to a Burger King or going to a Wendy's, I'm expecting a range of quality store to store that I don't as much expect in McDonald's. McDonald's seems like they have a little bit better just store to store quality control from my experience than the other fast, like their equivalent of fast food offer. It's the same thing Levi said. You're also parodying things. Yeah, I, uh... I, I acknowledge that. <laughs> you were the one that was asking for credit. I, yeah. uh, I think I might like chili. This is good. What happened? <laughs> I, well, like, I well, find chili, myself, we're going to turn you on soup. Chili like the, is, I find myself, is like, the one soup that does give you variability by well, bite. Now, now it's a lot. It's not a huge range, but like you can get a little bean in there. You get an onion. You, you, like, you, can, you can get some stuff but, in there. But I also yeah. feel like your major complaint against soup is split pea soup. <laughs> and that is your view and like sure uh i mean i i don't i don't have a ton of soup so i don't i don't know but I like i, I don't like a chicken noodle has the same i have the same problem <laughs> we were talking, just talking about chicken noodles we, we were when you were <laughs> question do you like stew does stew come across more positive to you than soup it's just a, a word put in your head better but i still would never like choose it but yes it is like if if somebody tells me like i i've made soup I'm disappointed at like a seven. Mm-hmm. But if somebody tells me like I've made stew, I'm disappointed at like a three. So I, I view chili as a stew in, the ter- in terms of what it is and what it offers and the variability in terms of what you know, you're know you getting inside it. And also just like the variability of what you can throw into it. Like when we wrap this podcast up, I think I'm going to eat more of the chili and throw everything else away. Uh, throw everything else away. There you go. Chili I'm wins. Little, <laughs> I'm a little surprised I haven't convinced you of, the, of how amazing chili is. I mean, chili to me is like one of the things that I look forward to about fall. Um, like make making a couple of chilies is great. Um, it 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 does get a little boring. I'm not gonna lie. And and yes, BJ, I do make it in in a uh, crock pot. So like it's got a got a generous it's enough serving. to serve a battalion. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not making a, a single portion there. What are you insane? Um, we need to find you a lunch uh crock pot so you can have a breakfast no, crock pot, no, a lunch no, crock pot, ab- and a dinner crock not. pot. A, I don't have enough space. Stop it. I I don't I don't need more stuff around here. And B, I so in moving up to gifts. the Boston area, um, I got rid of a bunch of stuff. And one of the things I got rid of was a crock pot that I had. Um, it it had sort of like a, mm-hmm. a, a sort of Carolina blue interior. It had like a, a sort of flowery exterior, like old janky crock pot. Um. And I found a replacement one that was actually in spectacular condition. Um, yeah. But I drove for like 40 minutes each way to find that crock pot because yeah. I've not I've not found one that I. Because you want like an on one. You don't want a fancy like auto off yeah. after six hours and Cor- has. Correct. Too many options. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even like technology that much. Like this is ridiculous. On, you don't off. want a, a Instapot? I do have an Instapot. Um, I don't like it, but I have it. <laughs> And so Instapots are great for making uh, stock. I like, I don't know. They're great for making stock. They're great for cooking dry beans. And I don't know, like, I don't think that they're good for Hmm. cooking anything else. When you're pressured for time, it can be convenient to make um, meats. I don't think it's going to be great quality, but I do understand that like, if you're making like, you know, it actually uh, does a good job on like, um, like corned beef or tongue or something like that. But that's well, like yeah, a product that, that you're making like that. Yeah, sure. Or like yeah, asabuco or something. Yeah. We've got a, a farm share where we get um, a variety of meat. So we don't necessarily have, have control over what the meat is. Um, and so sometimes it's it's the tougher beasts. Uh, and, and those to me are, yeah. are, are pretty great to throw in there. Now, it, it would be quite a bit better if you slow cooked them properly. Um, but 
you know yeah, what you're gonna do you're like if person. you're making chicken stock or beef stock or anything like that it works really well um, I like that idea and dry beans like it yeah. it's you know if you're being spencer i'm talking to you super cheap uh, and you don't want to yeah. spend that that extra money on canned beans it's a great way of uh reconstituting dry beans for your hadn't thought of that chili, but right yeah um uh, Levi, movie question in terms of the Fast and Furious series from here. Uh, this feeling like very much a one-off film. Can you tell us what the uh, whether any of these characters show up again in the numerous sequels to come? Uh, yes, they do. Is it interesting? Uh, I hope I'm hoping you doesn't mean Dom. <laughs> I answered the question that was asked of me. Uh, <laughs> With the exception of Dom, Esquire, um, I can't answer that. Can't answer right. that. He doesn't want to spoil it for you, man. All right, Can't... fine, fine. I was just curious. Can't answer that. Han shows back up. He's reincarnated. I hope we don't get fucking country boy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. I decided to come over to L.A. and race with y'all. Ugh. <laughs> a wrap-up question for uh, the meal. What was your best and what was your worst of the options that we had? Uh, Lee, since you just ate him, how about you first? It might be. Th- All right, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> The chili is the best. The worst, thing, yeah. the worst thing was the Coke. Uh, Sad excuse for a Coke. The, I, I'm going to say my second best because I think it's worth mentioning, which is the Frosty and then the best of the chili. But I knew, look, I knew going in the best was going to be the chili or my favorite was going to be the chili. Uh, what was your worst? Also, uh, oh, man, that's a hard, hard, hard choice. I think the the chicken sandwich was probably the worst it was mine was just so so utterly sad um not on the list the uh ghost pepper fries uh was another good good option so strong recommendation if you're back there hmm. okay Levi. uh top of the list uh day single uh i thought, thought that was the best um chili was quite good uh i'm i'm a little surprised bj hear that out of you um i mean with terry he doesn't eat chili so he doesn't understand how great chili is um so this is i mean we're bringing electricity to his, his it's a whole his, new world his Amish yeah. lifestyle um but it's uh the worst is is definitely the coke that but that's cheating i mean it, the coke is like a just dreadful um i don't understand how it can be that bad coke is a pretty so pretty standard bad. thing I, why is it how is it bad across all how, how is coke so letting them get away with such a bad version of their product i mean that's i coke coke question. has coke yeah. has a military like they they could enforce this. <laughs> they do. They really could. They 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 could absolutely have some sort of SLA with fucking Wendy's about the quality of the Coke that they serve and make them tighten up and let or switch to Pepsi. And uh, who wants to do that? Yeah. Who would ever want to do that? Um, now I will say, call you know, shout out to uh, the in when in person Wendy's experience because they typically do have the Coke machine where you can mix the flavors. I like and- that. Um, I don't know about you guys. I always love doing it. And then I always make some horrific concoction that just yep. like is an abomination, but I drink mm-hmm. it down any, anyway, because you know, I need, need additional <laughs> caffeine on my road trip. Um, but Those I always, every, every time I'm, I'm excited by it and every time I fail, but I keep they trying. have, they have recipes. Yeah, but you can make your own. Yeah, but but Levi, <laughs> well, why, why, why do you think that this is the one time you should be following a recipe? Well, I don't know. It is fun a, to do a, it yourself. When I do big batches of stuff, slow cooking, I definitely follow recipes. I will say in the, um, what is it? We, we left last lived together in what, 2006. So coming up on 20 years since then, um, 
I have been a bit more adventurous of actually trying to feel my way around, like do, yeah. doing some cooking, which okay. to the point where Sam makes fun of me because, like, she'll ask me how I, like, I, I made something. She's like, "This is really good." You know, how did how did she sort of spice up or or alter, you know, the 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 recipe that we sort of like use as a base? And I was like, I don't know, just throw stuff in there. Seems like it works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. You prepared That's the taste, but I don't remember it, so I don't, I can't recreate. Yeah, unlike you, where this like, is a... you and Terry can recreate, but I, I, I sometimes. Can't. So yeah, <laughs> I can try. Uh, yeah, I, I, this might be the chili episode, guys. Uh, I, I'm, Spencer, I'm, this is I'm I'm fucking my head is exploding here. This is really good. Yeah, I I will I will get behind the chili to a degree. Of where I, the one I enjoyed the best of what we tried was the Dave single. I thought that was just the mo- the one I enjoyed the experience of the it most. Is good, but. The thing that they've done the best relative to other restaurants was the chili. We, there was no equivalent to order at the other restaurants, nor do I think they really offered something that, like you know that would measure up to the chili. So the rep, it's representative in terms of where it's one over McDonald's and Burger King would be the chili. Uh, so I've had the Wendy's chili, and it, do, it this does not seem like it varies. Like I think everything else that they make varies. This, this seems like McDonald's. a. This comes in frozen. They just heat it up. I'm sure. Uh, the 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 quarter of a hamburger that i had indicates that they might throw in hamburger meat and that's the thing that they they add to a weight but maybe not maybe it was it came uh, from the factory came from the factory a little a little bit more whole than necessary uh, worst uh was the chicken sandwich as uh among the things that we ordered but worst relative to the other restaurants was the coke that was just as surprisingly so much worse than either burger king or mcdonald's in a way that catches me off guard I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Coke headquarters. <laughs> they need to know. To whom it may concern. Uh, you have they, a problem that you don't know about. have bad carb. Like, it was not well carbonated. And and no, I don't know if it's their, like, the Coke mixing machine that Wendy's got. Like, they have their own, like, bad line of Coke machines. Well, I don't it know. It seem like there would be any incentive for Coke to allow that. I, I Yeah, I don't know. This is surprising. I was, uh, I hear you all loud and clear. I'm way more positive on the chicken sandwich. Everyone partying question for uh you guys um and then it's the last thing i've got it's the wendy's also has a big potato on their menu famously so and yeah. it's like a couple bucks maybe now it's like three bucks or something how do y'all feel about it i'll, I'll preemptively give you my take i i feel like it's a terrible deal uh, three four bucks for a fucking potato like I, i'm good and like i don't want to just sit and eat a whole potato that doesn't sound appetizing <laughs> to me um, I, it seems to me that everybody is just buying that for the condiments. Uh, it, it, it feels like the wool has been pulled over people's eyes. That's a bad menu item. Uh, I, I think that the go-to that a lot of people would do, and I think my dad would do this was chili in the baked mm-hmm. potato. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was sort of a, a, basically a fast food chili dog kind of deal where like you could eat it kind of like a hot dog. I, he would pit. Pick the potato up and eat it. I'm pretty sure. Like that? Like, I mean, it's it's, visual for a podcast. Thank you. It's been like 30 years. Well, you were suggesting it. I was just asking a follow up. Like, this is my memory of what would happen, but this was like 30 plus years ago. Understood. I got it. I I, I do that with my baked potato. I will pick it up and take a bite out of it like that. So, yes. Damn. That that exists. (laughs) Chili is good. People eat baked potatoes with their hands. I'm learning all kinds of shit this episode. (laughs) Well, fast food baked potatoes. I, uh, 
Yeah, BJ, I'm, I'm straight there with you. Where it was the family experience of where the baked potato was involved. Where my, my parents didn't like fast food that much, but we'd go to Wendy's because my mom could do the salad bar and my dad could order chili and a baked potato. It was also next to his office, so we could go there for whatever else. So, yeah, it, it, Levi, I feel like it felt this almost falls in that this is what your grandmother would get kind of thing from Wendy's mm-hmm. that they keep on the menu for that kind of nostalgia build in from that generation. Yep. Hmm. Um, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it out there. I don't like baked potatoes. I think, I, think it's, I think it's a pretty pretty terrible thing. Yeah, you like the you, you, you like the condiments you put on there. You like the sour cream and the boatload of cheese and then and the chives on there. Mm-hmm. That's because you like those things and butter. Yes, um, but a, a plain potato. There's a reason why people left Ireland. Um, and and, and no, sure, it, it, was, it was it's because gross. they didn't have baked potatoes. It was, it was not because they did, Levi. It's fucking terrible. It's a, I'm with Levi on this take. Oh. It's it's not a good thing. I, I just cooked up. A, Fucking a whole potato. Here you go. Here, I mean, it's a good $3? base to put in a lot of things to add, add some some caloric intake. Doesn't get you a lot of nutrients, but it's it's like fine. Right. It's like filling. Um, there's there's some pros to it, but like objectively, it's a pretty bland thing. All right, question then: baked potato or baked sweet potato? If, if someone's giving you an option of what to take, sweet potato, three thousand percent every time. I'm actually taking the the regular baked potato for the sake of the condiments I can put on it. I feel like you can't put the same thing. No, no, baked no potato. condiments. You, you get no, no, no condiments no sweet potato wins yeah okay yeah yeah exactly the the irish they figured out that there are sweet potatoes in, in america I'm like why would i have this terrible one where i can have a good one exactly it's a good question it's also really <laughs> disappointing that we've lost all of our sweet potatoes where where we placed them we've gotten rid of them there's basically one type of sweet potato oh, that you can oh, get any okay the varietals <laughs> are gone yeah okay i thought you meant <laughs> Look, BJ, we got a lot of people in the world. <laughs> Monsanto helps us feed everybody. Like, I, it's, it's it's give and take. I get it. I get that that there are reasons to have done it, but it's a little disappointing that like the U.S. But, used to have tons of different varieties of sweet potato that had you know different flavor profiles, and now we kind of don't. I feel like pick I'm a on the podcast. Pick a with, I feel like I'm on the podcast with three guys who would have been happy living 200 years ago. <laughs> For very different reasons, by the way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like I can I, I can get a heritage or heirloom of varieties of, of maize. Uh, <laughs> that, that is the question you got to be careful saying yes to. <laughs> Levi, it's the population density. You could get away from people for sure. Uh, he he would never have liberty. to talk to anybody that couldn't like get to his house. Yeah, like the same place where you are currently living, Levi. That would would you you'd, you'd like that better two hundred years ago? Fewer people. Uh, well, last question for me on the list. Uh, as we've done previously, rank the three Fast and Furious films. Where does this one fall for you compared to the last two we've watched? Oh, I thought we were just giving letter grades, but that's you, fair. You could, if, you want, if you want to do both, go ahead. Um, uh, this was better than two. One, one was, I don't know. One has nostalgia for me. Two doesn't. One's the only one you actually like saw in theaters, right? I think I saw in theaters, or I thought saw shortly after it came out. Like I don't remember exactly. Be careful like... asking him questions about a long time ago. He gets punchy about that. <laughs> when something's thirty years ago, I don't have like vivid <laughs> memories of exactly how it went down. But but yeah, that this was it was it, this was I don't know low C range, but better than the two. Okay, uh, Levi, how about you? Uh, one, three, and two. Um, although I think three is not that far below one, uh, but I'm, I'm with BJ that there's, there's a nostalgia. I mean, it, to be honest, like the fact that fast and the furious became a franchise is absolutely amazing. Um, it, I mean, it truly is think about it. Like it, 
thieves on cars uh old west but but with cars like this is this is incredible i mean it's also uh, kind of funny that it didn't go straight to video franchise because they have a this lot of one those. this one particular feels like this would have been a straight to dvd kind of you know addition to the series but it wasn't no made a lot of money <laughs> made a lot of money uh but overall uh letter grade i'd say b plus yeah. Lee. oh like, so this son? is almost as good as uh ravenous right no that's that plus. that's an a so this is two 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 grades away from it yeah if you it's brought just an if, a minus away yeah if you brought a b plus uh home would your parents be as happy as if you got an a yeah come on bj stop it. <laughs> no they wouldn't i uh i i agree with like it's a boring take but just about every word levi said that was exactly like one three two three is closer to one i feel like the first 30 minutes of three i didn't like but then it got way better it is shocking to me that these three movies were enough for people to be like, yeah, we need to make like 12 of these. Cause like, <laughs> it's stunning to me. Like these are not that great of movies to be like propelled into. We're going to do a 20 year franchise. I, um, what other things were being franchised at that time? I think that's like, before franchising was really like really. Well, so yeah. X, X-Men one, two, and three, I think was around this time. Some, yeah. Some but Marvel the, stuff, but, but that's but, comic but, stuff. Well, that that's... wasn't Marvel. That was Fox. And that okay, was like, a whatever. Movie. Stop it. It's, it's Marvel characters, even though Fox was the studio who did it. But like that's prior IP. Think of original IP, things that actually had major penetration. Because, yes, uh, Spencer, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I know Riddick um, had <laughs> multiple films in the franchise. Not major so, penetration. But, but I mean, also, like Star Wars would probably be an example of a franchise that was with the prequels having come out around Shrek for this period. Prior uh, IP. Shrek. 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 Yeah. Shrek. Yeah. Let's come out here. Yeah, um, I don't really know. Not Jur- many. Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic the first Park, one was, ni- the first first one was one. 93. So it's... But that was based on a book, though, right? It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was. Michael Crichton, shut up. I don't I don't be dismissive, but I mean, like, the idea of, a, like, original straight, IP. straight yeah. original IP becoming a franchise, there's not a lot of precedent. I mean, there was a, a whole swath in the 80s, right? Um, yeah, you know, 70s to 80s. There was a whole ton of that stuff happening. Like um, all of the action films were, yeah, 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 in that uh, time. I'm, and then, then we got like a dearth of action films. Do, here, here's uh, Levi. I, I want you to judge this. Does Pirates of the Caribbean count as a prior IP? Yes, it was a ride. <laughs> but no, does no, that count? no, I mean, I think there's there's inspiration. It certainly oh. is inspired by by some story stuff, but, it's, but it yeah. isn't a one to one. Um, that's that's prior IP. That yeah, counts. it's not prior IP or, or not prior yeah. IP. Yeah. So, so that was are, around this. Period. Are you influenced by who did the soundtrack? Yeah. Okay. I okay. forgot that, that's that it, that's what I figured. I forgot that it opened off with like like DJ Shadow and most stuff, and I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, I was th- saying Hans Zimmer, but that too. Uh, no, the, the, the opening song, I think, was uh, DJ Shadow uh, featuring uh, the, the Mighty Most Def, uh, who is the author of the, the diddle that I sing my uh, my son to make him, make him calm down and fall asleep. That is very on brand. I like it. All right. Anything else for um, wrap up? Uh, Spencer has to give a rating for the movie. And uh, are we doing Taco Bell next? I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Levi, you're the only one that can really tell us what would be the most representative for the fourth film. But we're not doing representative. Y'all, y'all next my Panda Express. We're, no, we're, doing we're in Win- Wendy's and Tokyo Express. Uh, <laughs> Spencer, we're well past that. Uh, I think Taco Bell is convenient. And it's actually the closest fast food restaurant to me. And I've actually never been. So 
to this Brad, one or Taco woo! Bell? This specific, Taco Bell. This specific location. Yes. Okay. Uh, My proposed uh, schedule would be Taco Bell, KFC, and then Chick Fil A. Okay. Okay. Uh, I also feel like uh, th- we, we. I don't remember. Did we come down on pizza is not fast food? Yes. No, it's not. Okay. Did we? Because uh, because I was thinking Little Caesars. Like I don't. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> have you had little caesars though? i have had little caesars I, when's little caesars, the last like, time you had little caesars it's a, been 25 years it's next to the fucking aldi pizza rotting on the it, shelf it, yeah it's that part <laughs> of the town i don't care there. oh does costco pizza and or hot dogs count as fast food and i'm not, get, I'm not getting I, a membership for this pie they ain't happening you, you, you uh, don't have to yeah, you, you, you can go in and require. get food without a membership but also uh is there a, a hot dog thing that we can do because i feel like that is a fast food and we like it's not as common anymore uh because uh, do you have a hardy's near you it, it'd be like a hardy's or a sonic would be like the the huh. the, sure the hot dog way to do it here. uh but I think Taco Bell next is the the way we're leaning. Well, while Levi looks, I would rank these. This one is best. First film is second place, and second film is the worst. Wow! And I would rank give this the highest grade then that I've given so far for Fast and Furious, and I give it a B minus. Strong I words. I didn't give it a. I like it. Yo, I didn't give it a rating. I give it a C plus. Hold up. Levi's checking restaurants near him. in the middle of nowhere. The Carl's Jr. or something. The closest Hardee's. Oh, is state lines, Michigan, five five hours and twenty two minutes for me. <laughs> South, I presume. <laughs> well, look, that's about the damn schedule I have on Uber Eats. Um, they're ordering. Actually, by the way, the funny thing is, is I'm pretty sure I've driven past this already quite a number of times going down to visit my family. Um, I know where it is, <laughs> so I, I can navigate to it. <laughs> Um, is there a Sonic in the state of Massachusetts? I, I so, presume there's a Sonic up there somewhere. So what we need to do, uh, like if we're actually doing it, is uh, if we're getting, if we're all getting together for New Year's, we need to go to like a cookout and take advantage of of being in the state of North Carolina and do a, a fast food. Could do that. Curious. Uh, it seems like so much food. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> oh my god, cook, BJ a cookout. Uh, not making New Year's this year. All right, um, <laughs> there, there there are four Sonics in the state of Massachusetts, so you can drive to one of those, Levi. Yeah, that one. Where is that? Is that Lynn a Peabody? That's that's a oh, one of my friends is from Lynn. Lynn, Lynn, the city of sin. All right, guys, this was uh, a lot of fun. Wrap up. It Enjoyed was. it. We'll be back next time with the fourth Fast and Furious film in Taco Bell. See you then. It, is it actually entitled Four Fast, Four Furious, or is it different title? I think it's Fast uh, and the Furious. It, this is the complicated thing, Spencer, is that it's called uh, the fast. fast and... No, no I, think this is, I think this no, is the, Fast and Furious. Fast no, and Furious. They, so, they, did that, they did that thing where they just repeated the title from the first film. Except with take yes, oh, yeah, so, so what oh, you'll really... Uh-huh. So, Spencer, what you have to do is look Terrible. at the entire franchise and see if they've ever repeated a number, like a... a of the logo no no like a, a, a consistent through line of how they're naming the sequel mm. like do they use right. any of the same ideas from like the previous one and carry it through the next one and as i remember the answer is no it, it's like you know <laughs> when when in previous times you've rated things and you give it like two thumbs up and then a c and then a 7.5 and things like that that's what they did with their movie franchise uh by the way spencer uh 
Well, I can't share screens because uh, BJ's dictatorial uh, bent. Um, but yes, it is the fast and the furious. Too fast, too furious with numbers. Uh, the fast go. and the furious Tokyo Drift. Fast and furious. Fast five, five written out. Fast and furious six. Furious seven, seven a numeral. The fate of the furious. F9 and fast X. They're just throwing darts at the wall for how so, they're doing these things. So well, the at some point, X, this is intentional. The uh, so uh, Brandon Sanderson is apparently a reasonable fan of this series and was trying <laughs> to lobby for fasten your seatbelts as number oh, 10. No, no, uh-uh. no, not happening. <laughs> Sanderson, Brandon, I like sorry. you, but no. All right, All right let's yeah. wrap up. See ya. This was fun. Till next time.